Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in tonight to the Word of Life Anointed Ministries weekly broadcast. Alive because of the Word. We are alive tonight because of God's word residing on the inside of us. We just gave God praise and thanks for another opportunity to come to you wherever you might be, riding in your car, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, wherever you might be tonight. We say welcome. To another session of Alive Because of the Word. Thank you because you did not think it robbery to come on this broadcast tonight. Wherever you might be calling in from, we say welcome to another session of Alive Because of the Word. We thank God for His Word. Abiding on the inside of us, giving us an opportunity to give him praise, to give him honor, to give him glory, to acknowledge who he is. Because of the word, we are where we are today and we are who we are today. Had it not been for the word of God, we would not be here. We would not be where we are. We would not be experiencing what we're experiencing, but because of the word, but because of God's word, which, is, which will never return unto him void, but it will accomplish that which has been sent out to do. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his word. His word is powerful. Shop up. The any two-edged sword. That's what his word is. And we give him praise tonight. We bless his name tonight for who he is. So right now we'd like to take you to the throne of grace for a time of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight who did not think it robbery to come on this broadcast. We thank you, God, for their lives. Thank you, God, for everything that concerns them. We ask you to perfect everything that concerns each individual on this broadcast tonight. We lift them up before you. And we thank you, God that you have a plan and a purpose for their lives. No matter what the enemy might say, no matter what the enemy might do, God, you have the final say. 
And we thank you for that word tonight. Thank you for that say, the final say. We thank you. We bless your name. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are worthy to be praised. Tonight, I would like to get into some prophetic words that God is saying for 2016. And uh, we last week, we, we talked about opening your mouth and giving voice to what you desire, to what you would like to see your life transform into in 2016. Because the word of God says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And God is still saying, give voice, give voice, give voice. So that takes away from complaining, murmuring, you know, and the like, and, and anything else. But taking God's word and let it transform you in 2016. Let his word work in your life as never before. The Lord is saying we are in a season of fruitfulness. Back in September, at the head of the year, Rosh Hashanah, the Lord said that we're in a season of restoration. We're in a season of being restored, revived. You know, things that we might have prayed for years ago and maybe forgot about. God is saying this is this time when he's going to bring it to fruition. This is the time that he's going to, he's going to surprise us. But we're going to do our part. The Lord is saying you must hear what heaven is saying and echo and speak and decree that you have to be moved by what you hear. So it's going to behove us in 2016 to be in a place where we can hear from God more clearly. That means we have to get rid of all the drama and all the anger and all the unforgiveness and everything that will prevent us from hearing from him. We have to get rid of because he's speaking. He will be speaking. He'll be speaking to you in ways. Don't expect him to just come one way, maybe in your dream or maybe to get a, hear a voice. He could speak to you many, many ways. He could bring, make you connect with somebody or bring somebody in your life who will speak a word into your life and you just take that word and run with it. That's just an example. There are many ways. You might just be sitting, you know, in, in your house or wherever. And he might just put something on your mind. Don't dismiss it. Write it down. 
pray over it. Ask him, Lord, what are you saying? What do you mean by what and what, and what are you saying? Because he's going to be speaking many different ways. Regardless of the circumstances and situation, you have to agree with that decree. Don't let people judge the season that you are in based on the season they believe they are in or they believe that the church as a body is in. You are free to be in whatever season the law has you in. Your season might be contrary to the rest of what is going on around you. There could be a lot of drama going on around you, but God could have you still positioned in one place, in in one environment. Because why? He's do, doing something with you. So it, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. But if he's dealing with you, and your focus is to be to to be on him. The Lord said the season you are going to be in is in three words abundance, overflow, and fruitfulness. The fruitfulness only comes after cutting back the vine. God cuts back and prunes the branches and only then can much fruit come forth. So you might have been in a state of pruning where God was chastening you and pruning you and, you know, shipping you and stuff like that so you can produce more fruit. It's one thing to bear fruit, but the Lord is glorified with much fruit. So we are moving from fruit to fruit. So this could be your season of the end of that pruning that you've been that pruning period that you've been in, this could be the end of that season so that much fruit can come forth for you, through you. So regardless of what is happening in the natural, you have to claim the word of God, which is abundance, overflow, and fruitfulness. You're coming back to possess that which you lost. Restoration. That's what that's called. Full restoration. In Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 1, it says, At the end of every seven years, I'm going to grant to you the release of every debt and bondage. So we're in the year of Jubilee. We're in that year of Jubilee. So don't think it's strange for God to restore you back to what you you were. No, not what you were, but even more than what you were. But you must, we have to agree with the decree. It is not the time to look at stocks and numbers. It is the time to hear from heaven. It doesn't mean, it doesn't seem to be that, that time in America for abundance where everything that's going on, the market dropping so many hundred points every day, overflow and fruitfulness. 
doesn't seem to be coming forth. But that doesn't mean that God is not able to cause abundance in your life. God does not move with the stock market. God does not move with the economy. God has his own system. He does not deal with the world system. So I want to talk to you about redeeming the time. Because in Ephesians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul is speaking about redeeming the time. And I want to come in agreement with what heaven is saying about this, this season. We are redeeming the time. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 to 11 says, and I'm going to paraphrase it. You can read that after. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 11. It says, once, say you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. All things are exposed, therefore awake. Awake. Be resurrected. This is a call for revival and resurrection. Rise up out of complacency, out of stagnancy. Then Christ will give you life. See that you walk wisely, not as fools, but wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Do not be unwise, but understanding. That's Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 15 to 17. Understand the will of God for your life because he's revealing his purpose and destiny. Are you listening? Are you taking, taking stock of what's happening in your life? What is occurring? What are you dreaming? What are you experiencing? What, what people is God, is God bringing into your path? We need to understand what God's word is to us. Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. Ephesians 5.18. The Lord says, you know you can redeem time. You, how do you redeem lost time? When you understand predestination, that before the foundation of the world was laid, the lamb was slain in the realm of eternity. All your promises are done. They have been predestined. So they're there. You just have to redeem them. And in the realm of eternity, God has made provision for everything you need to walk in and what he has called you to walk in. So the thing is that if you don't know what he's called you to walk in, you won't know how to redeem the time. We actually buy that time in our past when we have felt abandoned, abused, betrayed, and we're fearful. We as believers cannot only be forgiven of our past, but we can travel back in time with God. And see God as an ever-present help in that situation in the future. Because Hebrews chapter five, 6 verse 5 says, 
We can taste of the powers of the age to come. We have not yet experienced kingdom fullness, fullness, because there is a kingdom that is at hand, and the fullness of the kingdom is coming. God does things in dispensation of time. God has a dispensation. He has a time process. So many don't understand that a prophetic word not only gives you hope and promise, but it has the ability to pull you into the future message that has already come to pass. So prophecy comes to give you hope. Prophecy comes to give you a promise from God to pull you back into that time, into that season, into that realm that God has for you that you have not yet walked in. It is creative prophetic word that calls for things that are in the realm of eternity. Because prophecy calls for things that are still in the 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 the, the, the spirit realm that have not yet come to pass. You create with your prophecy, and you because you are a a a a, a spirit being, you can create just how God created the world in the book of of, of Genesis. We see there. Throughout the book of Genesis, God said and he saw. God said and he saw. God said and he saw. So, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we are spirit beings. And that's how we communicate with God, through the spirit. We cannot communicate with him through the flesh. So, if he gives, uh, if he's a creative being and he gives us the power to create, we can create too. Just how we can say and we can see. He said and he saw. We can say and we can see. So you create with your prophecy. You have the ability to pull people into, the, into their future potential and connect them to the future with the prophetic word. That's what prophecy is called for, is meant for, to exalt to bring that which is in the in the spirit realm into the into the into the, the, the natural realm. So you can pull the timetable of your destiny that has already happened and pull it into your understanding of time. Pull it into time where you can understand it. Why? Through your prophetic word, through your prophecy, through giving voice to what God is saying. So the whole idea of redeeming time is understanding what the will of God is. Many have felt that they have lost time and missed the opportunity of grace due to some foolish behavior or sins, and the 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 idea they have they have to get back on the highway of holiness and start all over again. But no. God is saying you can redeem the time. Remember the story of the prodigal son. Not only did the father see the son from afar and kiss him and embrace him, but he did 
Even so, though the son has squandered away all his inheritance. So have you ever felt that you squandered away something God gave you and you came to your senses and said, oh, I have to go back to the father. That father who forgave his son said, let's give him back the robe and the ring. The ring and the robe are the signs of authority and position. Let's give him back his inheritance. That's what that father said. So redemption has to do with the recovery of what we have lost and the price, the blood, the precious price that was paid to bring it back to every area that was lost. And the Lord is saying, it is all our choice. You can choose life and blessings, or you can choose death and cursing. You can choose to be free and live in the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, or you can choose to, be, to live in that bondage and believe you can never be free. But Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, we have the forgiveness of sin and the redemption by his blood. Do you know he's still redeeming? Yes, it's never too late. He is still redeeming. Some might have accepted forgiveness, but you didn't get your ring or your robe back. You never let the Lord complete the story of the prodigal son or the, the daughter to bring you back into that fullness. You can get forgiveness and redemption. Yes, but you need to be restored. You need restoration. And get a chance to get back your ring and your robe. And to go back and do what God has called you to do. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let's remember the purpose of the anointing. Why do we have the anointing come on us? We are anointed to proclaim. That's what I'm saying. Open our mouth. Speak it. We are anointed to proclaim. Now I ask God for forgiveness because the Spirit of God is upon us to proclaim liberty, to proclaim freedom. Command those who are oppressed to be free. Because liberty means jubilee. The Spirit of God is upon us to proclaim jubilee. Jesus is the one who proclaimed the liberty of God, and we have been sent into the world to do the works that Christ did because he said we're going to do do even greater works. So that same as Isaiah 61, 2 says, he has anointed us to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the anointing, the purpose for the anointing is for us to prophesy over you the acceptable year of the Lord's favor, and then you will start walking in that favor. The words that are translated as acceptable year of the Lord's favor can be the year of your jubilee. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us to proclaim, decree, and prophesy you into your acceptable year. Not moment, but year. How about a whole year of abundance, a whole year of overflow, a whole year of fruitfulness? There was a place the Lord said, my people are robbed and plundered and trapped 
in caves because no one knows. No one says restore. That's in the book of Isaiah 42. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 22. God says we are robbed. We are trapped in caves because no one is saying to him, restore us. Restore me. The Lord is speaking about the true nature of Jubilee working with redemption and restoration. Wow. He's saying, we're not not saying to him, we're not saying restore us, Lord. What would happen if someone said restore? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Lord is upon me and has anointed me to proclaim jubilee into people's lives and release the jubilee blessing. And as the same Isaiah 61 2 says, goes on to say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim the day of vengeance of the Lord, of our God. So, how do we proclaim the day of vengeance of our God? That word vengeance means justice. That's why we have the anointing to proclaim that every area that has been injustice, where there has been injustice, that his justice will show up, that he will restore. We proclaim vengeance, the vengeance of our God, that his justice will show up on our behalf. Because this will be the time of walking in Jubilee. So how many of us have a case with the devil? (laughs) We all do. God said to state your case about your sins. I have acquitted you, he said. I have pardoned you. I have justified you. That's the language that we use for redemption, justification. I believe God wants things to be so at rest and settled in order for us to make in order to make room for the oil to receive the new thing that He's going to be doing in our lives. So take Isaiah sixty-one, verse one and two. Meditate on that scripture. God has pruned and cut away so that He has made room to fill. You with the new. Whatever you bring to the altar, don't pick it up again. Leave that old thing there. He's doing a new thing. Because this is a part of Jubilee, a new thing. Jubilee is abundance. It's a celebration time. It's a time of joy and release. Allow God to increase you, to enable you. To do away with the past, so that you walk into your into your present, walk into your future. Proclaim the acceptable year, and hear from God. Ask Him to speak to you. Ask Him to show you what He has for you in 2016. Because he's, he, he wants to do a restoration in your life. I thank God for this opportunity to be able to come to you tonight. 
to tell you. Get before him. And ask him to speak to you and show you. Show you. So you can redeem the time. It's not too late. God doesn't work with our time. Our time is just like a a moment in his in his sight. He can restore back what the the years that the locust, the canker worm, the palmer worm has eaten, he can bring it to full restoration. Everything you lost. It's never too late. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. Thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Thank you, Lord, for this rumor you've given us for this time and for this season. I ask you to restore your people back to their rightful positions. Restore, revive, resurrect that which has been lost, that which has been has been done away with, that which has been forgotten. Thank you for full restoration in the name of Jesus. And thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Bless them. Guide them, protect them. In Jesus' name. Tune in again next next Thursday night at 9 p.m. for another session of our lives because of the word. Good night. God loves you and I love you. And have a blessed week. Until we meet again next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.